Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that, that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Jennifer Ricks. How are you doing, Jennifer? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm doing well, thank you. And I am north of Boston, Massachusetts in the States. Excellent. Jennifer is a mindful leadership coach and former lawyer who helps people understand their patterns and change them for greater authenticity and impact. She blends neuroscience, mindfulness, and uh, mind-body principles. And I think your mission to achieve mindful leadership development for people and teams serving the social good is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Jennifer. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and so here we go. My first question to you is, who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? My ideal client is typically a, a mid-career professional, an emerging leader who's really smart, hardworking, dedicated, um, ideally someone who really wants to make the world a better place and is working hard to do that. But typically, the, their biggest problem, this is going to sound funny, but the biggest problem is themselves, and that is fighting against themselves. They are th that inner dialogue, right, that's holding them back, the one of self-doubt, lack of confidence, uh, negative patterns in their mind, thought patterns swirling around and holding them back and making them question themselves. Um, and of course, stress. And when stress is high, and oftentimes it's chronic stress, that will um, make it harder for them to change. And there's a number of neuroscience reasons for that. I understand. Thank you for, for clarifying that. So I'm, I'm also curious, so um, what common mistakes they make when trying to solve the problem. But in addition, I also want to uh, just ask you also, is there some something special about, you know, because you, as we said uh, early on, uh, that you're helping leaders uh, with so, uh, social causes. So is there a difference or is it really falling back to, hey, we're all humans, we're all going to have the same common mistakes? What what are your experiences around that? Yes, um, I think we are all humans and we all have those common mistakes. Um, sometimes I think people who really want to Uh, are passionate about trying to create positive change in the world, um, that they can put a little more pressure on themselves or, or might be fighting some external um, battles and feel might feel a little more, mm, um, I don't want to use the word victim, but right, like when, when you're fighting against external circumstances, right, um, that can become an internal um, problem. 
So but if I, I do think it's yeah. it's it's across our human species. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, most of us are, right? Hopefully. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> absolutely. So I, I was just wondering because, it, and I can see, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. So it, it looks like kind of like so if if, uh, if I'm driven by the social cause and I want to go there, then of course there are so many things that are out of my hands that I can't control because of society and the social causes, essentially also that are reflected back to me, and therefore kind of like it feels like a little bit like uh, it's a harder picture to mirror back. So if uh, if you know if you want to fight for the social causes but on the on the other side you know the social causes and uh, their effects are fighting back so is, is that fair to say from my yeah. understanding yes yes i think so and and part of you know um it, stress is often when we have certain we, we believe we don't have control over external circumstances right so that can that can contribute to stress too And therefore, yeah. we need someone who is taking care of them and helps them with that. Wonderful. Yes, um, yes, and yeah. and also too, um, part of my work is trying to help people find new ways, right, to access innovation. Because I don't, I don't know how you feel, but I feel that the world needs new ideas and new innovation. We can't keep repeating old patterns, or our old solutions aren't working anymore. Right. We're in that VUCA world and we need to actually access new ideas and innovation. And we do that from a place of present awareness, actually. Yep. So, and Abs that's a hard place yeah. to access sometimes when we're stressed. No, I, I totally understand, and uh, I, you just uh, hit a hit a nerve uh, in that regard when you when you mentioned innovation. But that's kind of like something we can talk about later. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, so before I ask Jennifer, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Jennifer, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Well, what I'd like to share with the audience is something that I share with all of my clients, and I call it the three A's. And I'll tell you the three A's, and then I'll explain them. So <laughs> the first A is awareness. The second A is articulation. And the third A is allowing. So when we are dealing with a challenging thought pattern or an emotion, what we often do, and this goes to the question about what's one of the mistakes, right, that a, that a person will make, a client will make, and that's sort of... Um, just kind of shoving it in the junk closet, batting it away. Okay, there's that thought. There's that feeling. I don't know what to do with it. I don't like it. It's not helpful. Um, let's just push it away. And that's what I call the junk closet because then you just keep putting things in the junk closet and it piles up. And guess what? It's still there. It's still there. It's like in the background of our experience. So the to become aware of it, to just pause and, and be curious about it. It's a non-judgmental awareness. There's a big difference, right? So it's not the inner critic saying, oh, there you go again. 
Um, it's just a, oh, okay, here's the thought or here's a feeling and getting curious about it. So, and there's, there's more to that, but for the sake of our time, we'll just keep, that's generally what it is. You can notice what you're feeling in the body too. So my work also incorporates mind-body awareness because there's a lot of information that the brain's taking from the body. Um, so we can invite that in with the awareness too. Um, the second A, articulation. That's basically finding a word or words to label the thought pattern or the feeling. So the brain knows what we're dealing with. It's not just, oh, something is wrong and I feel off or I'm feeling jittery or this is, you know, ugh, right? You're actually saying, this is fear, this is worry, this is anger, or you're labeling a thought pattern like, okay, inner critic, or sometimes like I'll invite a client to even just, you know, recently had a client name a pattern as Frank. And then it was just name it so you know it and the brain knows it. Um, And then the last A is the most challenging. And that is allowing it to be there, giving it space to be there. And, And it doesn't have to be forever. It's just, it's a temporary allowing, um, recognizing a non-judgmental allowing something to be there, particularly with feelings. Um, They then can shift when you allow them to be there. And by the way, there is research that shows that articulating um, a a challenging emotion, I don't like to say negative because all emotions are information, but but articulating it will actually help calm the amygdala, which is that home of that fight, flight, freeze response that we have in the brain. It can calm the activity in the amygdala and increase activity in the prefrontal cortex, which is right here behind the forehead. That's like the CEO of the brain. So there's research to support um, this process. So those are the three A's, awareness, articulate, allow. Mm, and from very, there, yeah. there's a greater space. And from there, one can make a mindful choice. Do I want to continue to follow this or can I shift my perspective? Well, very powerful insight. Thank you for sharing <laughs> and yeah. allowing us to be part of uh, your insights here. Thank you, Jennifer. So I also want to give you the platform uh, to share where people can find you and also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that or also in a broader sense. Yes, thank you for asking. So um, the quickest way to find me is just my website, jenriggs.com. J-E-N-R-I-G-G-S dot com. And on that website, um, first I do have, I have many, many blog posts. I've been writing a monthly blog post for a long time, and there's a lot of helpful information in there. Almost all my blog posts have neuroscience research um, attached to them. But um, there is a six-minute downloadable audio practice, and it's I call it Six Minutes to Calm and Clear Your Mind. And that's a guided practice by me. 
Wonderful. That, that sounds very inviting. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for sharing. Of course, we put the link in the show description so my audience can check it out. And okay. so, um, Jennifer, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? I love that question. Um, and I thought about that. Like, hmm, there's a number of ways I can answer, but I think actually it's what is the what is a first step, a really important step that someone who wants to change their patterns can take? Or what, what should they be looking at first? And the answer to that is um, one of the modules of my framework is self-care. Self-care is brain care. Self-care is not selfish. It is brain care. When you take care of, and, and this is sleep, we all need seven to nine hours of sleep a night. That affects the brain. There's research around that. Um, diet, what you're eating. Um, we, again, the brain is taking information from the body all the time. We have something called the vagus nerve and it connects to our gut. And when our gut is off, it affects our brain. Diet. And the last one is exercise. So we all know exercise is good for the body. It's also good for the brain. And these are and these are ways to support your brain's neuroplasticity, which is the ability of the, the brain to make new neural connections. I would add to that to support. We can't do it alone. We can't make these changes alone. It's very difficult to open that junk closet by yourself and know what to do with it. So... Yeah, be open for support. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Jennifer, thank you for sharing these amazing insights. And this brings me already to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Um, yes. Yeah, so well, what stands out to me is we had a family vacation and we went to California. We went to Northern California. We went to the Humboldt State Park with the Redwoods. And we all got quiet. We just, we were driving through there. We stopped, um, not at a typical place where, where you would stop, but there was just a little parking area. And we thought, let's just stop. And we went in there. There, was, there were no people around. The trees are beautiful. I take so much inspiration from nature. I think actually nature has a lot to tell us in this day and age about slowing down. And just being there in these like ancient trees, beautiful trees was really moving for all of us. I can feel that. Uh, I'm having the shivers right now. So mission accomplished, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just ma the, the majesty of uh, of these trees is just, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I was with you there. So thank you for that, oh, Jennifer. Yes. And also research says that 20 minutes in nature can reduce your stress hormones. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you, Jennifer, so much for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment with your loved ones. Also, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. It was my pleasure too. Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.